Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday's show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets, and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler and visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Let's roll, baby. It is a week 13 aftermath edition of East Coast Bias. The boys are ready to rock here on this fine Monday. It's John Shostremsky, Raheem Palmer, Joe House. There's a lot to chew on here. A very eventful slate of NFL football. Craziness in college football as far as the playoff is concerned. We have in-season tournament games Monday and Tuesday. And we have a Monday night football game to break down. Uh, Raheem, I'm starting with you. I'm taking a lap today. I'm not going to lie. I- I'm taking a lap, and it's not because my Dolphins beat the crap out of House's C-words. That's not the reason I'm taking a lap today. That's House. I mean, congratulations. Come on. Thank you. I appreciate that. But today, we are taking a lap because I said it on Monday. You backed me up. We doubled down on our picks on Ringer Wise, guys. What a performance by the best team in football. What a performance by Debo Samuel and the San Francisco 49ers, dream. Oh, they absolutely dominated that game. And, you know, they were down 6 nothing early. But then from that point on, it was never a game. So, and, you know, pretty much all the player props hit because Debo Samuel had a game. You know, Christian McCaffrey had a game. Like, George Kittle had a game. They just absolutely dominated and just showed the world why they're in a different class than everyone else. Yeah, in the list of uh, accolades for San Francisco, Brandon Ayuk, First touchdown, 11 to 1. That clicked for, for some folks. I know Warren Sharp was very happy about that. But congrats to you guys. Uh, you know, you were on it all week long, and it played out kind of the way that that everybody eyeballed it. And, you know, the, the one regret I have is I did play on 
you know, what Dream talked about yesterday on the Ringer Wise Guys, which was getting into some alt spreads, getting into some margin play. I only did one, which was San Francisco laying seven and a half. Uh, and that paid, you know, close to two to one. Um, but it was it, it was modest. I just didn't have the fortitude to do it. But I, I also want to thank you, JJ. You let me step into your shoes. You were very big on the LA Rams this past week. And you let, you were very kind. You let me grab that from you on ringer wise guys. Uh, I had to confess I was nervous because I was nervous too. Quarters, I was buddy, nervous too. Joe Flacco. Uh, you know, we said he's been sitting on the couch. He's been elite with the remote controller. Um, I mean, I was ready to, to have to wash some egg off my face because he looked good. You know, He's, he is a guy that, for all of the fun that we make and how moribund he looked in the last couple of years and how he didn't seem like he really wanted to be playing professional football, he still got that big football brain. And he also has that big football arm, and he used it to go down the field to Elijah Moore, who he knows, who he has a connection with. He had that synergy, and that Browns defense was keeping him in it. Um, so I was nervous, and then he made one interception in the latter half of the fourth quarter, and then the dam broke, and that was it. We got home. But uh, pretty good performance by Flacco. I mean, that was a top half of, of all quarterbacks in the league performance yesterday. Joe Flacco is amongst them, JJ. No doubt about it. And Raheem, you know, I like the Rams to house this point. I bet on the Rams, and I was sweating for three and a half quarters because Joe Flacco in my cap was kind of off from that standpoint. My cap was going to be, all right, the Browns are going to struggle to move the football. The Browns are going to struggle to score. That really wasn't the case. Thankfully, Matthew Stafford, Puka Nakua, Cooper Cup, they kind of made the adjustment and got it going in the second half of the game. I got the late turnover, but I want to kind of twist it from where we were with the Rams to now where we stand with the NFC. And the two gentlemen that I do this show with, they like the Green Bay Packers at the beginning of the season. They were in on the Green Bay Packers. Now, they're not going to be fully right on this because the Packers are not going to win the division. Detroit, I think, has that in the bag. I think House at 9-3, and three, I do. Detroit, I think, is going to get it home. But be that as it may, Green Bay goes and beats Kansas City last night. They were six-point underdog. I bet them. I wish I had the stones to take them on the money line. Jordan Love was great. I don't want to hear from the Chief fans bellyaching and bitching about officials. You got handed a Super Bowl last year. I don't want to freaking hear it. You, you can't win them all when it comes to the officials. That's just the way life goes. But Raheem, the Packers now, with their schedule, and, and they showed it on the NBC broadcast, I see Tommy DeVito. I, I, I see some cupcakes. I think minimum, they're only losing one more game. And I think the Packers, with Jordan Love and LaFleur's record in the month of December, I think they set up Broski to go and get themselves 10 wins and be in the NFC playoff uh, picture. I really do. I think they're going to make it. Yes, they are really set up nice. I mean, they got the, the New York Giants, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Carolina Panthers. They have a date with the Vikings who are, at, like, I think the Vikings are ahead of them at this point in time. And I think with, with the way that Josh Dobbs is playing and the fact that I necessarily can't trust Nick Mullins, I think the Green Bay Packers are in prime position to get into the postseason. And you see it right now on FanDuel Sportsbook. The yes is minus 215. The no is plus 172. So that's a swift reversal from what we've seen from this Packers odds from before because it looked like they were out of it. And people were questioning if Jordan Love was even good. 
Dream, if I may impose, can you please look up what the odds are for the Green Bay Packers to win the NFC North? Because I'm not exactly ready to concede it to the Detroit Lions. JJ is absolutely right. The Lions have won nine games and they are in pole position, but I don't like who they have left on their schedule. And I don't like it because I don't imagine, I can't imagine what the Lions can do to change direction with their defense. Their defense is abominable. They were up 21 to nothing in the first half against the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. I mean, I could keep saying it. And Derek Carr. And the Saints came all the way back. And even with Carr getting knocked out of the game. uh, Now, we can debate going forward whether that's a good thing or a bad thing for the Saints' fortunes. But in the context of that game, the Saints had the ball with an opportunity to go down the field and win the football game because the Lions' defense is an abomination. And they are traveling to Chicago next week, and they are home against the Broncos. They have the Vikings twice, and they have the Cowboys. Every single one of those teams, with the exception of the Bears, are playing for playoff positioning. They're jockeying for, in the, in the case of the Broncos and the Cowboys, uh, uh, the Vikings, their, their, their playoff life. Now the Bears, you know, they're 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 playing for pride. The Bears have have been uh, uh, very interesting the last couple of weeks, including the win last week on Monday night. So I I just you know I'm doing a long winded thing here with Detroit, but I'm just not ready to give them the division yet. Well, I got the odds. I got the odds. Eleven hundred, by the way, on Fanduel, Raheem. Eleven fifty. <laughs> Other Detroit Lions. Green Bay is plus two thousand. Minnesota plus eleven hundred. Remember, Raheem. Minnesota, two games, heads up with Detroit at the end of the year. Yeah, that is a fascinating thing. You look at Detroit's schedule, they have the Bears, the Broncos, the Vikings twice, and the Cowboys. And, you know, the biggest thing is that when you look at, like, house handed on it, this Lions defense is abysmal. Since week 10, they are dead last in success rate, 31st in dropback EPA per play, dead last in dropback success rate, and 27th in defensive DVOA. So they can't stop anybody. And if you go break down the list of these games against the Chargers, they gave up 38 points. They gave up 26 points to the Chicago Bears. They gave up 29 points to the Packers and 28 points against the Saints. And we know the Saints haven't been able to score off with some touchdown when Derek Carr is in the game. So that says a lot about where this defense is now. You guys kind of just gave me like a sneak preview because my best bet is actually the Bears this week. I like the Bears at plus four. I think the Bears might even have a chance of winning this game outright. I love a little look ahead line. Well played by you, Mr. Dream. Uh, guys, they had a terrific Sunday, so I don't want to sound like I'm belly aching. I, it was a really, really good day for me. It was probably my best NFL Sunday in about two or three months. Long overdue. Uh, thank heavens. Hallelujah. That said, if there's one regret I have, House, what did I say? I'm going to stop betting the Pittsburgh Steelers, even though I liked Arizona this week. All week, I'm like, Arizona, Arizona, the Steelers. This has letdown written all over it. This line seems a little too low. I didn't pull the trigger on the Cardinals. I'm mad I didn't pull the trigger on the Cardinals. And now you look at the AFC playoff picture. Look, we have the four teams that we think are in. Pretty solidified. Miami, Baltimore, Kansas City, and Jacksonville. They're all going to be playoff teams, barring like unmitigated disaster or something catastrophic. Then you have the wild cards. I think what happened on Sunday 
with Pittsburgh losing, Houston beating Denver, I think the biggest winner, hands down, Sunday house, the Buffalo Bills, they didn't play a game, and they had a lot of things go their way that kind of brought everybody. And Cleveland losing. I didn't even mention that. So Cleveland loses, Denver loses, Pittsburgh loses. Now Buffalo only a game back of those teams. I think it was a big Sunday for the Buffalo Bills sitting on their couch. That's definitely uh, the the case. You can't uh, discount the Colts winning as well because as we sit here right now, for some reason, the AFC South has three teams in the top seven. Uh, And that's, you know, just according to the script that we imagined at the beginning of this dumb season. But, you know, you're, you're absolutely right about the Bills. The Bills still have that gauntlet in front of them in terms of, of a schedule. I know that they have Kansas City uh, coming up next, and that is, you know, exactly the position that you don't want to be facing Kansas City coming off of a loss. and You have to go to Kansas City and, and, and play them. But, you know, the Bills still with the Cowboys. Uh, well, you know what? The Cowboys and the Dolphins. Otherwise, it's the Chargers and the Patriots. So I like that. Um, position uh, a bit, but it's still an uphill climb for the Bills. Uh, Talent-wise, they're there, but yeah, you're right. They they all they did was sit and enjoy and watch. You know, all of the chaos uh, ensue. It's just the the Bills' schedule is just so so brutal that it's hard to to really justify a bet. And you see, you know, even though they're just one game back, their odds haven't changed. No, they the haven't, plus, which is yeah. stunning. Raheem, I thought for sure this morning I was going to wake up and I thought Buffalo was going to go from that three and change to like 210 or 220. And the fact that they didn't change, dude, that's an excellent, excellent point. That's telling, right? It's got to be telling. Yeah, it, it's definitely telling. and it, 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 it speaks to how difficult their schedule is. And they have the Kansas City Chiefs this week where they're three, they're three-point underdogs. And then they have the Cowboys. Now, things get easier if they can just if they can win one of these games and then win they're going to have to win out with the Chargers, Patriots and Dolphins. So that's really like they're probably going to have to win 4 or 5 just to get in. We'll get to the Monday night football game. We'll get to the in-season tournament odds. We have a line for each of the two college football playoff games. So there's a lot to chew on on this particular show. We'll take a break when we come back. Before we get to Monday night, the door might be open for a certain team that's playing on Monday night. Maybe it's my team, or maybe it's a team that plays in houses neck of the woods to go and get that number one seed. We'll try to figure out and make sense of what that might mean in the AFC. Plus our picks, all that more. Monday East Coast Pies. We'll come right back. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube. Car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were 
the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. So, gentlemen, before we get to Monday Night Football, and it's a massive game for Jacksonville because the Chiefs lost. And now there are three teams in the AFC saying, hey, guess what? If we play big down the stretch here, we can go and get that number one seed away from Kansas City. Now, Kansas City has a soft schedule after Buffalo. So in theory, Kansas City with a win over Jacksonville, with a win over Miami, they can move themselves right back to the number one spot. But these other teams now have an avenue and a pathway to get there. If there's a team, Raheem, that's going to jump the Chiefs for good for the number one seed, Miami, they got two easy games coming up. Then they got three very tough games. Jacksonville, who has the Ravens mixed in. And then Baltimore, who has the Niners. They play the Dolphins. They have the Steelers, who are desperately going to need the game for the postseason. Do you still think we're sitting here second week of January and Kansas City has the Mahomes Invitational and it's home field throughout? for him at Arrowhead Stadium? Or do you think we're talking about another AFC team getting that one spot? I think we're talking about another team because this Chiefs offense isn't what it was in the past. And you saw last night, Jordan Love carved this defense up. Even if you go back to last week against the Raiders, they were they were down 14 nothing to the Raiders. So... This Chiefs team doesn't appear to be unbeatable. Now, they do have an easy schedule, but I could easily see them dropping this game to the Bills. So I don't think it's a gimme that they're going to be the number one seed. So I would look towards possibly Jacksonville because if they can win that Ravens game, that's the only game on their schedule that I feel is really tough. So that's who I would be looking towards. Yeah, this feels like a year to me where 12 wins is going to be the one seed in the AFC. And if the Jags hold serve tonight against the Bengals, then they finish their season against their own division. It's the Buccaneers. It's the Panthers. It's the Titans. And that's 12. That's nine tonight if they win. And then just those three games, because between that uh, division-ending stretch to their schedule, they're at the Browns super hard, and they have the Ravens, which, you know, uh, that that's also going to be a big-time challenge. But it might be the case that they lose both of those games and still get to 12 
If they lose to the Ravens, then that might be the thing where the Ravens end up with the tiebreaker because the Ravens might get to 12 as well. But, you know, I don't think there's an easy path for uh, uh, the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Uh, JJ, they, they look great. And, you know, that defense is really special. We just got to see them do it against a good team one time. Well, they'll have their opportunity. Christmas Eve, they take on the Cowboys in South Florida. New Year's Eve. And this could be a monstrous game as far as seeding and the AFC playoff picture is concerned. Miami at Baltimore. And that's a 1 o'clock kick. That ain't going to be a 1 o'clock kick. Now, they might keep Green Bay, Minnesota in that night spot because that's going to be a big game for the NFC. But the Dolphin-Raven at 425, I... Uh, I like the sound of that. And that's a good point. The The Jaguars' last three games, Cupcake City at Tampa, home Carolina at Tennessee, they go 2-1 and one in NX3. They set up nicely. But remember, Kansas City still has tiebreakers over Miami and Jacksonville, and that could loom large as we're trying to figure all this out. Now, the game tonight, fellas, this line has skyrocketed. It was at 8.5 for most of the week. Uh, they have gotten Jacksonville money flooding in to the point now where I can get a 10 in the market. Jacksonville is favored by 10 against the Jake Browning-led Cincinnati Bengals. And I'll start the proceedings here. House, Jacksonville's going to win the game. But I think if there's a time where you're going to get a fired-up, spirited Cincinnati effort, it might be tonight. They're in prime time. They're coming off a couple of games not having Joe Burrow. I'm not saying that Browning's any good. I know he has limitations. I know the Bengal offense stinks. But I do think this is the sort of game where maybe it's Anarumo. Maybe it's that Bengal. I just have the sense they're going to give you like a crazy kitchen sink game. Play hard. All sorts of wacky you-know-what in the air. And they cover the number and they lose the game. Uh, Am I crazy or am I looking at 10 points and saying that's just way too many? Well, that's the way that I'm capping this as well because I don't want to have anything to do with the line, it was a good teaser leg when it was at eight and a half and it was at eight and a half for most of the week. And so I think I still have some teaser combos out there waiting. And and I will confess to you guys one thing I did this morning and dream's going to yell at me because you're not supposed to tease the NBA, <laughs> but I did some cross oh, no. sport. Oh, we did no. some cross sport <laughs> interaction. Uh, we have the Celtics teased down to one and a half at the Pacers going along with the Jaguars down to to three and a half, which I I still have to hold my nose. It doesn't have the value, but I just wanted to have something on some sides tonight. But your point is absolutely right, JJ. I'm not laying all those points. I think the Bengals come out spirited, show out. Uh, I just can't get there. They have such a talent deficiency defensively. I mean, we making fun of, of the Detroit Lions defense. The Bengals defense is right there with them, like hold my beer kind of territory. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look since week 10, the Bengals are 29th in EPA per play on defense and 26th in success rate. And they've fallen from 22nd in DVOA to 26th. So this team can't really stop anybody. And you look at Jake Brown, Browning, I, I just don't know what he gives you. Like, he stinks. This Steelers, this Steelers defense. He stinks. He stinks. Like the Steelers stink on defense, and he were he was only able to give you ten points. And if you watch that game, those ten points came from tip passes, which in which they got fortunate to to be able to catch and, and drive down the field. So, with the way favorites are going, I think this is a big takeaway from this week. If you look at favorites the last two weeks, 
22 and 5 straight up, 20 and 7 against the spread last three weeks. 33 and 8 straight up, 25 and 16 against the spread. Yesterday, favorites went 8 and 3. Last week, they were 12 and 4 against the spread. I think you almost got to lay it. And I, I like, and I don't want to tell people to lay it in the sense that this line opened 7 8. You're not going to make and be profitable long term if you're laying 10 in a game open seven or eight. But this has blowout written all over. All right, so I'm not getting Raheem's endorsement on holding my nose, taking a 10 with the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, Raheem, this is a very low total. Uh, you know what the deal has been. Primetime unders have been a, a theme of this 2023 NFL season. Will that continue on Monday night? Well, we've gotten two straight. I think we've gotten two straight primetime overs. Well, we had one Thursday night, and it overhit in the Green Bay Kansas City game yesterday. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah the, by quite over, a bit. The over was forty three and a half. Overwhelming. Yeah. So, when it comes to this game, I, I just don't think that you can. I, I don't trust this Bengals offense to score points. So, I think that's that's what will, would keep me off of you know over here. I just don't necessarily want to play an under with the way this Bengals defense is playing. So I don't have anything on the total. How is you playing this total? No. <laughs> For all the reams, the, there's too much variance. I, I I can't, you know, there's too many unknowns. I have so much respect for the Bengals receivers. Uh, you know, maybe we'll start seeing some crazy wheel route stuff. Those guys coming out of the backfield, lining up at running back or whatever, just to get the hands into the, uh, the ball into the hands of their playmakers. I think anything's possible because those guys are, are, you know, always the advantage for the Bengals offense. But if you put Jake Browning back there in the pocket to throw the football, that is a pathway to a defeat capital D. So I don't I don't want to mess with it. I, I can't guess how it's going to go down. Well, guys, uh, before we get to the NBA in season, if there's a look ahead line you like Raheem, you hit it at Chicago, getting the points against Detroit. How about the fact that this Buffalo-Kansas City line has moved off at three? I am now seeing two and a halves in the market. Uh, we know what the numbers are with Mahomes as a small favorite, but, I mean, Kansas City's beat up on defense. That is Buffalo Super Bowl. To me, that is a Bills or pass spot. Here's the one I like, House, that I bet. Denver getting three against the Chargers. The Chargers stink, okay? Like, I know they beat New England last uh, Sunday or whatever. They scored six points. They are awful. Denver, I know... Had a chance to win a Houston game. Fell short. I'm going with the better coach. I'm going with the team playing better. It might be square. I don't care. The Chargers should not be laying points in this spot. I'm sorry. They should not. Give me Denver plus three. I don't. Why would it be square? I, I don't even get the the idea that it's a, a square play. I, I love that play. Both of you guys now are on plays uh, that I admire very much. I love the Bears um, in this situation coming up, uh, getting points uh, at Detroit. No, home. Pardon me. Home against Detroit. Three home and a dog. half points right now on the fa FanDuel. That's a money line play for me, plus 142 today. I'm going to get on that money line. Uh, and, and then, um, you know, I, I don't really have anything else, nothing else really jumping out at me. I'm, I want to see how this Rams-Ravens line um, kind of behaves because the Ravens at home, favored at this kind of number have been bad. Uh, the combination of Harbaugh and uh, Lamar Jackson, not good at this number at home. So I'm going to pay attention to this one, but I'm not ready to fire on it yet. Raheem, any other look-aheads you like? I'm going to be looking towards the Atlanta Falcons 
It's minus two and a half now. The biggest thing is I want to wait for the A.J. Terrell injury news. He, he suffered a concussion. Obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only have one weapon that you need to be afraid of, and that's Mike Evans, and A.J. Terrell would be the primary defender for him. So if he's healthy, I'm going to find myself on Atlanta. We saw Desmond Ritter absolutely carve up this Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense the last time they played on the road. And now Tampa Bay is banged up. Like, so Levante David, and you got a bunch of guys, Jamel Dean, all out. So to me, I just think this is a spot where Atlanta comes alive. The Tampa Bay offense still leaves a lot to be desired. So I'm going to look towards that, but I'm going to wait on the A.J. Terrell injury news. But right now, I really love the Bears. at plus, It was plus four when I took it. I think it's down to three and a half. So those two stand out to me. So Bears, Broncos, grab those while you can. All right, we got two games Monday. Two games Tuesday as far as the NBA in-season play-in tournament. Boston, Indiana, Celtics favored by six. Then you have New Orleans. This line opened at five. It's now down to three and a half against the Sacramento Kings. Those are the lines for Monday on Tuesday. The Nick line. I'm glad I grabbed a six, fellas, because that line is now down to four and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. And then you have Phoenix and the Lakers. The Lakers favored by a point and a half. So we have two games Monday, two games Tuesday. Raheem, I give you the board. The floor is yours. What stands out with the NBA in-season playing tournament? Okay, so this line is still available. So let's let's go to the Boston Celtics. Actually, this is actually moving right now. I took the Boston Celtics minus four and a half. I probably would play this up to about five, five and a half. You look at this Boston Celtics team. They are ninth in offensive rating. They are facing an Indiana defense, which is 29th in defensive rating, 129 points per one possessions. And not only are they 29th in defensive rating, they're 30th in free throw rate. So the Celtics should be able to go to the line. If this is a close game down the stretch, you're going to get some fouls. But I just think these two teams are a completely different classes. You look at Tyrese Halliburton. He does have a respiratory illness. He did miss that game against the Miami Heat on Saturday, which they won outright as underdogs. But I just think these two teams are in totally different classes. We know these Pacers games, they tend to go over. I I don't have anything on the total, but I really like the Celtics. The dream stole my thunder, JJ. That's the one that jumps off the page at me, the one I like the best. Uh, I actually don't mind. I, I don't have a model, but I don't mind laying the six. I just think it's a, you know... Think about the 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 playoff DNA of this Celtics team up against the experience or lack thereof of this this Pacers team. It's a great spot for the Pacers. Congratulations, they did a great job getting themselves writing a new script for this team. It's a great team to watch all season long. It'll be entertaining. I just think they are in a hammer time, which is to say, get hammered position here. Remember. This is the Celtics team that dropped 155 points on this joint. I mean, they wanted to have a shootout with the Celtics? By all means, go nuts. This is it. So I like the Celtics as well. I'm right there with you. I make it three for three. Indiana, fun story, fun team. They don't play a lick of defense. That's a problem. So I'll take the Celtics. I'll lay the points. I think New Orleans is going to contend and maybe even beat Sacramento tonight, guys. I do. I think their physicality is going to be the problem in this matchup, Raheem. And I like the fact that the line is moving against me or moving with me here, and it's moving against the Kings. I'm in on New Orleans. I I think they are very live, not only to cover this number, I think they might win the game today. I really do. So I initially liked the Pelicans in this spot. 
And my model actually makes this around two and a half. So this line actually has come down from five to about three and a half. But what scares me here is that the Pelicans haven't been the same team on the road this year. They're just three and six on the road this year. Negative net rating of 2.8. So that's a concern when you're playing in Sacramento and we know De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, it's just, I just think the number has come down so much that I can't tell people to play it at three and a half. If you, if you have to play it, I probably would play the money line, but I think I'm going to stay away from this game just because I, I just, that road record, it, it scares me because we saw all last year teams like they're, these teams had such massive home road splits. I mean, we know the Warriors were the most extreme, but I think last year there were only seven teams with a winning record in a row. And I just think for whatever reason, the NBA these last two years, these home road splits, you, you can't necessarily trust teams in the same way you would. Now, the Pelicans have beat them twice a week ago, but I'm staying away. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Uh, I I don't have a good feel for this. And, you know, when you try and size up the uh, playoff credentials of these two teams, you know, the Kings had that very, uh, you know, impressive performance against Golden State last year. The Pelicans didn't make it, but the Pelicans the previous year with basically the same group, except for, you know, they have, have Zion. They showed some, some genuine playoff chops. I think the way that I'm going to do this. And once again, I know that I'm putting myself right in dreams, crosshairs. I'm depleting EV. I'm an EV hater today. <laughs> I'm playing the Jacksonville Jaguars money line. And I'm, it's a money line parlay with the Sacramento Kings. Two leg parlay pays out minus one Oh four, basically even money on the Kings and the Jags. So that, that that's another play that I have going already. I'm not mad at it. I, I'm not mad at wow. it at all. Given the blessing. I, I now have seen it all. Um, look, I know you have a pot Tuesday, so I'll let you do the plays on Tuesday. House Knicks, Bucks, Suns, Lakers. I'm on the Knicks at six already. I'm leaning towards the Lakers. I have not fired on that. Where do we stand? Knicks. Knicks on the money line. That's the way I would like to play this the best. I know that the line has gone down because everybody in New York thinks that the Knicks are the best team uh, in the East and very much like the idea of going up against the freaking Dame. (laughs) Not me. Uh, I live in New York. I don't think the Knicks are the best team in the East, but there's that. I'm going to play that Knicks money line because it's going to be fun to – Hate watch the the Bucks trying to play defense. That's one of the the, the quiet pleasures thus far this season. Watching the Milwaukee Bucks play and play, try and play defense. Well, it's a whole lot of defense. Interesting uh, thing. Optional. Last week, last week we gave out the Knicks at seventeen to one to win the end season tournament. They're now down to eleven to one. So the market tends to agree that the Knicks are live against the Milwaukee Bucks tomorrow. Well, I like the sound of that. Knicks on the money line. Knicks covering the spread and. Or 17 to 1 that we fired in last week on East Coast Bias. Uh, we have lines before we say goodbye. College football playoff. They got it right with the four most enjoyable teams uh, from a watchability standpoint. Bama, Michigan at five on New Year's Day, Texas and Washington at 845. Boys, I'm telling you right now, bet Alabama. Alabama is beating Michigan. Alabama has found it with Milrow. The line opened to two and a half, down to two. Now it's at one and a half. And Raheem, you'd be proud of me. I grabbed 650 with Bama to win the title before we did the show on East Coast Bias. That's the bet I've already made for the college football playoff, boys. I'm a Bama boy. Bama, Bama, Bama. They went outright against Michigan and Harbaugh. I, I think you got to lay it with Texas. 
I think they opened four. I think we're up to four and a half. I, I, I just think Texas is, to me, like Washington hasn't really impressed me that much. So I think Texas is the better team. So that's where I would be looking. Fun. I'm like going to do it. Yeah. I like it. There you go, House. Bama, Texas. Yeah, because you know me. You know what I did. I did the same thing as you. Like Alabama as a dog. Oh, where's my wallet? Where's the, where's the mortgage money? I got to get it out of uh, the cookie jar, the bottom of the cookie jar, the, you know, cracking case of emergency. Alabama is a dog to Michigan. Where's my money at? I got to put it all into this game. That's like, you know, it won't be that way by the time they start. You know this, JJ. There is no scenario under which Alabama is going to be an underdog to Michigan come uh, New Year's. I, I can't I can't fathom it. Me neither. Boys, pleasure as always. Uh, we'll be back on Thursday for our Week 14 edition of East Coast Bias. Enjoy the in-season tournament. Good job by the War Gone Warrior. Raheem's got his podcast tomorrow for House Dream. JJ signing off. Enjoy your Monday. Be good, everybody. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem. Call 100 Gambler. Or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777. Or visit ccpg.org slash chat in within Indiana. 1-800-522-4700. Or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 100gambler.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts. Or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.